You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast with Beth Bubick, episode number seven. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Hey, everyone. It is the beginning of the new year as we record this podcast, and I am so excited about all the possibility of the next 12 months. But before I talk about my goals and what I'm believing in for the next year, that will probably be the next podcast, I want to talk about all the amazing accomplishments and the epic fails of the past year, culminating into what I would call the most spiritual Christmas of my life. By the way, you can't have grand wins without some epic fails. It's just how life works, the sight of heaven, when you're reaching for big, big goals. So keeping that in mind, as I look back at 2022 and read through all of my spiritual fasting goals, weekly food protocols, and daily journals, I got a real sense of the adventurous journey that I am really on. This is a journey that can be summed up in two basic parts, as I would say. Number one, learning to allow the discomfort of actually feeling my feelings like uncertainty, sadness, loneliness, doing the hard things of the day, and even celebration at times without eating or drinking to dampen those feelings down. That's an important skill. And the other thing is, can I just eat and drink to enough without overeating and over drinking? This, my friends, is going to require learning to allow that discomfort of the feeling. So that is the first basic part. The second one was just offering that daily discomfort to Jesus to save souls and bring about breakthroughs in my life and the lives of others, many very dear to me. This is a process, starts with awareness and then continues on until you can actually learn to feel the feeling and feel the discomfort and offer this to Jesus. This takes time. This is where the redemptive suffering comes in 100% of the time. Why would you diet or even consider a dry January without a spiritual purpose behind that action? I mean, in my view, it's a waste of time. If God's not in it, what is the actual purpose? Where is it okay to divorce God out of something? Nothing is a fail when done for Jesus. When I really started to embrace this concept in 2022, every minute of my life became purpose as I offered it up to the Lord to use as he wanted. I'm telling you, this changes everything. And by the way, planning all this intentionally ahead of time is really key. I have become an expert planner now and I can execute the plan like a boss. (laughs) And then I can go back and reevaluate what was done to see what worked, what did not work, and then what needs to be taken to confession, adoration, and spiritual direction. So I want you to know that this journey is so adventurous and so dangerous because it takes me out of my comfort zone to experience what it's like to live a really meaningful life with all of its ups and downs and full dependence on God. So when I took away the numbing and buffering of food and alcohol, what comes up 
is not pretty sometimes. It is the raw emotion and sticky thoughts that I don't want to face or deal with. This is the journey to knowing myself, as St. Augustine says. To truly know myself is to truly know God. And if I know myself and what I need to fix, then life gets a little easier as we can work on all of these things. So this journey, especially in 2021 and 2022, had me doing many hard things and figuring out my life with all of its far-fetched dreams and impossible goals, with all the continuous patience along with the faith, awe, and wonder that ensued. My continuous thought of 2022 was, I am patient. And the Lord tested my patience again and again until the bristling was outrun by trusting him and his providence. One example is the daily mass at our new church that is located by our house. It's close to an hour long. This is daily mass. And when I first attended, my thoughts were, okay, this is way too long. I'm so busy. Not sure I have time for this. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I'm going to tell father that his mass is too long. (laughs) By the way, I never told father that. And then like, who else can I complain to? This is awful. What other masses are available around town? So I'm laughing now because the Lord really worked on my heart and I started to become patient and love every minute, but this took weeks. I would literally sit there and sort of bristle inside of myself and and just kind of be kind of huffy and upset because my predominant thought at that time was, you know, this isn't how it's supposed to be. I mean, I need to get in and get out. I've got clients to see. I've got things to do. I've got content to write. And the Lord had to really work on my heart and, and just kind of tell me, you know, it's time to be patient, Beth. This is where I want you. And I want you to love every minute. In fact, every slow minute in that hour, he ended up capturing my heart and just asking me to slow down and to just be with him. So this was my hour of peace. This is how it, how it ended up. This was the peace that could only be found in him. And this started early in the year. And this peace became my refuge. And guess what? I am patient. I know now that when I spend time with Jesus, he bends time with me. I get more done now in my days than I ever got done before. Because God is in every moment. He's doing it. I'm just the pencil in his hand, as Mother Teresa says. It's taken me months to figure this out. I intellectually understood it, but it took me a long time to live it. Being patient is a really hard thing, especially for a person with the energy that I have and the personality that I have. I'm more of a choleric sanguine, I'm hard driving. My Clifton strengths are you know, achiever, strategist. I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the top go-getters, right? Uh, positivity, futuristic communication. I'm out there. I want it done and I want it done well. And I really had to learn about patience this year in 2022. Here, let me give you another situation that actually is laughable as I look back. Um, we live on a lake. And we have been here for two summers and we do not have a boat. So financially, my husband and I decided to put our money into two beautiful weddings and back into this spiritual fasting business so that, could, so that it could flourish, so that it could grow. And it has. And 
I would not second guess that decision for a moment. I would continuously say to myself, I am patient. I am patient, Lord. I am patient. And you know what happened? The Lord sent friends and neighbors to pick us up on their boats for many boat rides. And one dear couple down the street even offered us the keys to their boat anytime we would like to use it. Honestly, we never did. But the Lord always provides. When you are patient, He comes around. And you can bet I was offering up all those times that we would watch that beautiful lake filled with boats from our deck that they would all be safe and enjoy their adventures out there on the water. And I was offering up kind of our suffering, if you can call it suffering. It's it's not real suffering, to be honest. It's It was just um, maybe inconvenience. And also, like our kids would complain, I can't believe you guys don't have a boat. <laughs> We'd be like, it's coming, it's coming. We have to be patient. And the prayer made it all worth it. So I learned that this journey is about facing my fears of uncertainty and humility and failure head on and failing forward into success, always beseeching the Lord for direction and trying as hard as I could to be obedient to what he was asking of me. There is a quote from Juicy Gregoric. He's a world champion weightlifter. And this is what he says. I like it a lot. He says, easy choices, hard life hard choices, easy life. So are you willing to make hard choices for an easy life in the end, which means to us Catholics, heaven, and maybe in our later years, a little bit more success, pay now, reap it later. So I'll take the hard choices and work my butt off and believe even harder than I work to attain success through those hard choices. And they have to be made. So this means working when I'm super tired, facing my fears of beginning something new. And this year, it was always something new, like Instagram reels, Facebook lives, motivational speaking, getting hundreds of emails out to my list, building funnels, fixing those darn broken funnels, hiring excellent team members, figuring things out things work, things don't work, revising, redoing, studying constantly, and literally just revising until the client is getting amazing results. So that's always been my goal. For all of the beautiful clients and beautiful souls who commit to my program, I want them to get amazing results through a top-notch experience. I'm an A-plus person. But I have also had to understand that starting a business sometimes requires B minus work, heading towards the A plus. So this is happening now. I'm on that trajectory, but it doesn't come without starting out with working hours that are close to 14 to 16 hour days, lots of prayer and fasting, being a little tired and just kind of laying it out on the line uh, for your clients and for the program to actually work. So I did all of that and more in 2022, but I wanted to really look back and count my top 10 wins, not only for you, but for myself and just to see like, what have I done? Where do I need to go after that? These are top 10 wins and epic, amazing fails that propelled me to the success that I'm experiencing today. So here they are. This is the top eight wins and 
two of the most epic fails of 2022, but there were so many. And all I can tell you is if you're going to learn how to spiritual fast, let me tell you in the words of one of my clients, she said, Beth, this is not a soft program. This requires all of you. She said, we do not serve a soft Jesus. We serve a hard Jesus who is trying to bring us in and trying to help us the best we can, but we've got to do the work. And that's the truth. So you're going to fail along the way, but the end of the year brings complete and total success. So the question to you from me is, can you fail your way over there? Can you, you know, fail your way to success? That's going to be the key. So number one, these are my top eight wins. I became an expert spiritual fasting coach by consistently studying, teaching, coaching, and getting coached for two full years now. I focused on checking my thoughts and feeling my feelings. I denounced vices, I announced virtues, and asked the Lord into all of it for his interpretation and guidance. And by the way, being an expert doesn't mean perfect. It means you're gathering amazing evidence for spiritual fasting success on the journey. This is a journey more and more and more. I, all I can say is this December was way better than the last December. And that one was way better than the one before. Spiritual fasting is an exercise in learning slowly. I finally made it to bread and water on Wednesdays and Fridays this year. I I can't tell you how amazing this is, and I've wanted to do this for years. Now, it's not consistent quite yet, but I'm, I'm really working on it, and I can feel it's just going to happen. Um, I feel very motivated. I feel very moved by God and the Blessed Mother to do what she calls the best fast. Um, this came about because the last couple months of 2022, I was really fasting and praying for my daughters for certain reasons at the end of the year. And let me tell you, the miracles abounded quickly. I worked hard and I believed even harder. So I can never look back now. It's kind of like riding a bike. Once you, once you figure it out, there's no, there's no not doing it anymore. I mean, I, I now am so grateful to God for all his mercy and strength that is flowing through me. There's another key here to becoming an expert in spiritual fasting. I read spiritually motivating books that reveal to me the immense impact of the spiritual realm because spiritual fasting obviously is spiritual. One of my clients described it as the lever that moves the heart of Jesus. Uh, this was quoted to her by a Spanish priest, and he calls it a palanca. Did you know that there is a lever available to you to move the heart of Jesus? It's phenomenal. It's fascinating. One of those levers, I believe, is Our Lady. And she is a huge reason why I fast. And because of her, because of her asking me to do this for most of my life, I've just continually tried. And it wasn't until getting into the coaching industry and, and really studying spiritual fasting and how to do it well that I started to succeed. So the other part is the spiritual reading. The account of her life in reading and discussing the Mystical City of God book with my friend Michelle Dunn, um, we actually discuss and read this book in my membership group, and it has changed both our lives. That book has steeped my faith in ways that I just cannot describe. And it really helps me get close to the Holy Family. It really helps me foster 
a spiritual fasting life of redemptive suffering and the ability to coach others into it as well. So that number one is I have become a coaching expert in spiritual fasting and you can become an expert in spiritual fasting as well. I can show you how. Number two, in 2022, I learned to schedule my life around meeting Jesus in the sacraments. This entailed three daily masses, one hour of adoration, and monthly confession. And I have consistently added one daily mass a week each year. And so this year in 2023, I will now be attending four daily masses. And I can only imagine just the many more miracles I will see with all that grace pouring into my life. Very exciting. Again, this is a slow process that is so doable. The Blessed Mother and her son Jesus just make a way for me to do this every week. The sacraments and prayer are now the hinge that my life depends on instead of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This was a complete mindset and soul shift that happened in 2022. Number three, I have kept my weight off now for two years and my health is optimal. I continue to exercise and eat well and delay sugar, flour, and alcohol as best as I can. And every year I set bigger goals slowly to get fit for the king so that I can further his mission of bringing more souls into spiritual fasting. Again, this includes lots of failing forward to success, figuring out the best things for my body and soul and my life. It is the great experiment on the most dangerous and exciting journey to heaven. Now, number four, in January of 2022, I joined the $100,000 Our Sunday Visitor Business Challenge, and I worked so very hard all year to end up in 11th place out of 1,300 businesses. I had a coach at the time who was amazing, and he just really implored me to join this challenge. And I thought, how am I going to do this and start a business at the same time? And at the time I had a corporate job, corporate sales job. And so I decided to just do it. I had a prompting from the Holy Spirit and filled out the application and went forward. Well, I didn't win the big prize, but I learned the details of my business, both inside and out, like never before. It was like a, it was like an MBA in a box. And I benefited from spiritual and business mentors, the spirituality was through the roof. I met so many fellow Catholic business owners along the way, and I learned how to power through deadlines, even though I was exhausted. I will be forever grateful for this program when I moved from stage to stage, winning, winning on to the next round. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was humbled and I, I just was honored that I could keep going. And this tested my entrepreneurialism and my level of innovative spirit. So by the end of the day, I ended up in 11th place in one of the categories, but I was convinced that I was in the right place before God. And I felt like really it propelled me forward probably a year faster than I would have been without it. So that was an amazing journey and really showed my mettle in basically getting things done and and just delaying and praying all the way through that. Number five, I did leave my corporate sales job in February to go all in with the delay and pray spiritual fasting business and also consulted for Metanoia Catholic as an instructor in their Catholic coaching program. You know what? And I haven't looked back. I fully recouped my salary within 11 months and just started to grow my business and client base exponentially, especially in the last few months. Now, I'm working twice the hours and learning so very much 
you know, to get to this place. But I did it by the hand of God with a lot of exhilaration, many tears, lots of coaching. And I can honestly say for all of you coaches out there and business people, I understand funnels now and I kind of love them. I'm starting to love my funnels. I, interesting. And hitching my wagon to Metanoia Catholic was probably one of the best things I ever did in my coaching career. It is a thriving community of professional coaches who have supported and loved me through all the ups and downs of this year. It was pivotal to my success. Number six, I started a podcast, filmed a professional online course, began an alumni membership, hired a team, learned to market, hired consultants and coaches, and wrote half of my first book. Woo, so many investments and new things to learn, but I did it. I have a strong team now that was truly sent by God to help me. I value every one of them, and I cannot wait for what the future brings for all of us. Number seven, personally, we purchased an old lake house that's challenging, but worth all the effort. We decided, my husband and I, to build a legacy for our family, and we are working hard at it. It isn't easy. In fact, we need a boat this summer. (laughs) I like to think the thought that legacies are built, not purchased. Well, my husband and I are building it. We are so blessed with resources that keep coming our way and courage, courage to step out into our dreams a little bit later in life. And you can do it too. Number eight, I have a very strong supportive family. My husband continues to support me in all of my crazy endeavors. He funds the business and lets me coach him continually as I try out new approaches and concepts that I find. We've been married for 33 years this March, and he is definitely my biggest fan. So I also have my three children and two of them have spouses, and they help me with graphics, website ideas, They have designed the amazing journal that I have. This is truly a family affair. We also celebrated two marriages and we have our first grandchild on the way. So things are getting busy. Babies, new jobs, promotions, faith, health, education. We have prayed and fasted for all of it. And God has answered and we are grateful. Number nine and 10 are my epic fails. And these are just two that I could think of uh, amid the sea of many. And I'm telling you, if you want big wins, you're going to have to learn how to fail. So here we go. Number nine, I worked myself to the bone in 2022. I did not rest. I did not sleep as much as I needed to. I did not connect to others as much as I needed to. I worked a lot and that is not going to happen in 2023. I am planning rest and leisure into my schedule and lots of time connecting with family and friends. My own coach always says, Beth, you have to rest to speed everything up. I do rest at daily mass and even on Sundays, but even beyond that, I need to schedule a little bit more rest into my day. I'll let you know how this one goes, but I believe it. And here is what I know. I can rest. I can love deeply relax, use time wisely and intentionally, thank people, love people, and worship God, especially on Sundays and solemnities. And I can still have a ragingly successful business. He decides it all. I, though, am responsible for my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions, and intentional rest will help me with all these things. So, 
Number nine was, I didn't rest enough in 2022. And I want you to consider that as well. Are you resting enough? Number 10, I had to learn how to fail and deal with adversity. When I first quit my job, my goal was to get 100 clients to join my group during Lent in 2022. I actually had one person sign up. I was devastated at first. And then I picked myself up after lots of great coaching and after crying for two days and I evaluated everything that went wrong. Now, mind you, I had just quit my corporate job. Uh, everything was in place to get a hundred clients. I was like, what happened? Oh my gosh. When I had one person with me and the two of us, we had to look back and we could see it. There were broken funnels. There was problems with purchasing. The website wasn't correct. Oh my, it was crazy. But we started fixing everything. I got on the phone, sending emails, worked into the nights, fixed what I could, offered discounts, and ended up with 23 clients joining in the next three days. Well, this humbled me and taught me obedience. I will never be the same. I just picked myself up and kept going. I don't think I'd ever done that before in that type of a situation with that much energy. So I needed that experience to fuel my trust in God and let go of self-reliance. Father Barron says that we must knock holes in our buffered selves, that scared self that runs from God in discomfort, the one that wants to give up, the one that just wants to let go. And this will let the divine light in. This is really what spiritual fasting is, knocking holes in that self that continually seeks comfort and wants to give up. That is the only way to let God's light shine in on all the defects and vices that only he can repair in the sacraments. So that's my top 10 from 2022. There is so much more, but the best thing ever about 2022 was changing lives for the better and listening to all of the miracles happening in the lives of my family and clients. I love all my clients, truly love them, and I love coaching them. This is my dream and my mission to bring a million Catholics back to the Catholic Church through spiritual fasting, and it's happening. The scripture that I adopted for 2022 was about forming a new wineskin in Christ. It is from Mark chapter 2, verse 22. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost as well as the skins. No, new wine is put into new wineskins. I knew the new wine was Jesus Christ and his faith formation within me, but I quickly learned that shedding the old wineskin and forming a new wineskin is challenging, to say the least, but I did it through spiritual fasting and the help of God. Through all this year, I learned how to fail over and over again. I learned and learned and learned until I succeeded. I prayed and fasted my butt off because I was so motivated and scared and determined to make this work for my family and clients. This had to work. I knew, I knew it was right. I did it for my mom and dad who have passed away now. I did it for my family to show them what is possible and that the Catholic faith can be lived and that God can be trusted. I cried and I believed, I prayed and fasted, sometimes failing miserably. You know what? I've decided saints are made slowly. I will make it and I will fail my way there. 
So what I learned the most is that the new wineskin is life in Christ. To trust him is to walk through every moment of adversity with him. Adversity and discomfort is the only way through. Adversity that clings to the cross with Christ means facing your fears and not eating and drinking through them. It means doing challenging things and reaching for your dreams. It means to suffer. And it is 100% redemptive. Redemptive suffering is learning to handle adversity with purpose. All challenges are opportunities to grow in love of Christ and neighbor. Redemptive suffering in the form of spiritual fasting is the new wineskin. It is the only way to form the new wineskin. And then Jesus pours in the new wine. He is the new wine in the form of prayer and fasting and the sacraments. So this Christmas, Jesus was born into my heart in the most mysterious and deeply loving way ever. I have a peace now that surpasses all understanding, as the Bible says. The infant Christ is showing me the way forward in my new wineskin, and I can receive him every day that I go to Mass, at adoration, and in confession. As I look back, I do wave goodbye to 2022, and I thank it so much. What a beautiful, arduous year that was. It was the most exhausting and exhilarating year of my life, and definitely the best. Until 2023 happens, I wonder what God has in store for us this year. Stay tuned. It's going to be grand, I'm sure. God bless you and keep you. Until next time, bye. Please join me in my Delay and Pray group coaching and course. I promise you, you won't regret it. What a wonderful way to begin the new year, lose the weight permanently with God, and bring miracles into your life. We will go all the way through Lent together, ending on the Monday after Easter. Make the commitment now to learn to eat, fast, and feast your way to being a saint. I want you to have your own top 10 list this time next year. You know what? Anything is possible with God. I'll be waiting for you inside. Hey, if you're interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray. It's a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. And you won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. There's two options to choose as well. Private coaching with me or join the group coaching program to join an amazing group of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to lose that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Both options include the same amazing online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you need to get you the results you're longing for. So head over to my website right now, thecatholicfastingcoach.com, and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn as well to always get the latest daily information to keep you fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.